Psalms 101, verse 1, I will sing of mercy and judgment. Unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. The even-handed presentation of the gospel, mercy and judgment, is required by God. Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, And he saith unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. John chapter 3, verses 16 through 19. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. Those who escape condemnation and damnation will be those who have repented and turned from their sins and surrendered their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. This kind of surrender must be unconditional. 1 John chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word in him, verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. God spoke to the pretenders in Psalms chapter 50, verses 16 and 17, But unto the wicked God saith, What hast thou uh, to do to declare my statutes, or that thou shouldst take my covenant in thy mouth, seeing thou hatest instruction, and castest my words behind thee? Contrary to popular theology, partial commitments just won't do. Are you ready to make the complete move to Christ? Are you ready to experience true salvation? Are you ready to have all your sin and shame erased? Are you ready to enter into newness of life? God said, man said, has good news for you. Today is the day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Second Chronicles chapter 7, verses 14 and 15, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open, and mine ears attent unto the prayer that is made in this place. God said, First Samuel chapter 3, the first ten verses. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep. That the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli, and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. And the Lord called yet again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli, and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. 
And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli, uh, Eli excuse me, perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. Man said, These fanatical Christians are delusional. They actually think they can speak to God, and even more absurd that they can hear his response. Foolish delusion. Now the record. Let us begin by stating five very provable biblical facts. 1. There is life in outer space. 2. There are extraterrestrials here upon the earth, multitudes of them. 3. There is, then, the ultimate extraterrestrial. 4. These extraterrestrials can be engaged in conversation. 5. Special communicating tools have been made available. This two-part series will draw from several God Said, Man Said features which will be listed at the end of these articles, and new insights will be offered for your review. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. We're glad you've come. This website is a four-step proof text that proves the pure, inerrant truth of the Holy Bible. Presently, there are 442 feature subjects, which God Said, Man Said host in text and streaming audio. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, it grows by one. Are there extraterrestrials? When evolution's frontman, scientist Richard Dawkins, was pressured by Ben Stein in the documentary Expelled to explain the origin and complexity of life, he suggested that the not-so-uncommon thought in his community was that we have been seeded by aliens. Did his ilk give serious thought to the reality that God, his Christ, and his holy angels, and the devil and his fallen angels are not of this world? I think not at least not seriously. The carnal world has sprouted ears and eyes, searching the heavens for extraterrestrials. On November 16, 1974, in an attempt to contact life in outer space, the $60 million project utilizing the Arecibo radio telescope was commissioned. The undertaking that the world's largest radio was commissioned to, to do is known as SETI, S-E-T-I, an acronym for Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. I have news for Arecibo. We've been contacted. The shocking truth is that there is life in outer space and that extraterrestrials are operating and have been sighted all over the earth. The Bible, which was authored by the ultimate extraterrestrial God Almighty, declares it. Concerning extraterrestrial operatives among us, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2 records, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Concerning evil operatives, John the Beloved records in Revelations chapter 12, verses 6, 7 through 9, And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought in his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. 
We even know where the headquarters for the evil terrestrial, extraterrestrials, excuse me, is located. Jesus Christ records it in Revelation chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos write, These things saith he which hath the sharp sword with two edges. I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou holdest fast my name, and hast not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you, where Satan dwelleth. Academia is relatively confident that one day we will speak to individuals or aliens from outer space, so much so that the University of Wyoming has stepped up to supply the required communication skills. The following information was lifted from the 2008 issue of Answers Update. The article is titled, Talking to Aliens. The U.S. federal government, through groups like SETI, has spent hundreds of millions of dollars searching for evidence of aliens so that scientists can contact and communicate with them. An article on the website of the University of Wyoming, a tax-supported school, states, English 4050-5560, otherwise known as interstellar message composition, is the first class to enlist creative writers in a potential cosmic conversation. Funded in part by uh, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration's Wyoming Space Grant Consortium, it is designed to fill a, uh, uh, to fill a practical, if extremely theoretical, need. The article continues, We thought a lot about how we might communicate with other worlds, but we haven't thought much about what we'd actually say, says Lockwood, a professor of natural science and humanities. End of quote. Billions have been spent in the world's space programs with one of the driving goals to find life in outer space. Not only do the scriptures declare life in the heavens, but even heaven itself is located in space. On one occasion, I overheard a young child ask his father, where is heaven? His father pointed up. Not only do the scriptures map out, map out excuse me, heaven's location in space, but explicit directions are given if one would like to one day arrive there. Heaven's northern location is declared in Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 14. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. A glaring omission in Psalms chapter 75 verses 6 and 7 points due north. The passage reads, For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. Note that in the scriptures just read, one direction is absent from verse 6, and that direction is north. Its absence is a result of the fact that promotion does come from the north, for that is where God's heaven is. All true direction comes from the north, spiritual and even physical, such as a good compass that always points true north, or the north star, etc. There are extraterrestrials. Many are here upon the earth, and we can talk to them. Review the features listed at the end of this article. Next week, God willing, we will study the biblical secret on how to hear from and speak to extraterrestrials 
even to God himself. God said, Second Chronicles chapter 7, verses 14 and 15, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open, and mine ears attent unto the prayer that is made in this place. God said, 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 10, And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time, when Eli was laid down in his place, and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see, and ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. And the Lord called yet again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be. If he call thee, that thou, shouldst, uh, thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. Man said, These fanatical Christians are delusional. They actually think they can speak to God, and even more absurd, that they can hear his response. Foolish delusion. Now you have the record.